0: Welcome into another edition of Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. I am here with my meathead friend Jacob Heck, and we are just trying to bring you some entertainment for your quarantine. And today, this is one we've been kind of working on and thinking about for a while now, but we wanted to go through the biggest transformation that any actor has gone through in terms of just completely changing their body um and so we've got a list for you here today uh we made the conscious decision not to include any women on this list because we didn't want to be body shaming or anything like that in any way whatsoever um so if you're wondering like hey this woman made this really great transformation to do this uh, we didn't want to get canceled, so we did. We're just avoiding talking yeah, about. I mean, and
1: we're both married too, so we didn't. We wanted to have a home, so could
0: you, it could just be awkward. We don't want to get canceled <laughs> or divorced. So, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you, it's for me. It's from a more selfish perspective. I just, I wanted to have a home at night.
0: <laughs> Listen, a pandemic is no time to go through a divorce. It's just not financially sound. <laughs> Um, (laughs) all right. So these are, these are the actors that we think have gone over, uh, gone through the biggest transformations, uh, and the most just dramatic transformations that, that we've seen. Um, I wanted and listen, you're going to, you're going to catch a lot of superheroes in here because that's everybody, you know, gets in shape for the superhero movie. Um, we've got some other guys that just got in shape for other stuff as well. So, um, Wanted to start off with Chris Pratt because that dude was just your was just the chubby, lovable guy on Parks and Rec, right? Was (laughs) just this big, happy idiot, and then somebody's like, "Hey, what's that?"
1: Like when the show started, he was like your average dude who liked to eat cheeseburgers and probably have some beer, and then. He made the active choice to get pretty big, to get big on person. He wanted to be the funny fat dude. And so he got really big.
0: He got, he got pretty big for a while there. Yeah. Uh, And then Marvel was like, Hey, we think you should be a superhero. And so he cut all that crap and turned into, uh, what's his name in Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't even remember his
1: name. Well, it's Um, it's Peter Quill. It's Star-Lord.
0: Star-Lord. Star-Lord. I kept wanting to say Star Killer, and that's the base, in Star Wars, and it's there's too many stars, star things, too many stars.
1: Yeah, you already did all the Star Wars ones, as I recall. Um, this is more of a meathead, not a movie.
0: Yeah, this is more of a meathead Monday <laughs> than it is a movie Monday. Although, I am working on some Marvel stuff for you, so we'll get to that at another time. But, um, yeah, so Chris Pratt went from being a normal kind of – dad bod guy to pretty fat on purpose to be the funny fat guy Mm
1: -hmm. to
0: just pretty shredded up and jacked.
1: Yeah, to GQ stuff.
0: Now, for... I think we should pick a winner at the end of this for best transformation. So, my case against chris pratt is that i think he probably had pretty good genetics to start with and was just like really lazy and purposely made himself fat
1: yeah that's fair
0: i would Um, argue that his actual body type is probably closer to peter quill than it is to the fat version of uh of his character uh, of andy dwyer on parks and rec
1: yeah, I think, well, I mean, I think season one of him is, like, really what he is. His like he normal, in, his normal, yeah, he, season nah. one is his normal body. Yeah, I mean, I, I see that. Um, I I think that uh, he obviously had all the help in the world to transform. And still for, super impressive. I'm um, Gotta put in the work, but, you know, he had a lot going for him, because he also then got the um, Jurassic Park gig right around the yes. same time. Yeah. Um, so that was a really – there was a lot of incentive for him to do well.
0: For sure, 100%. Um, so I don't think it was a huge stretch for him to get there. Obviously, I had to put the work in. But he's even said himself, he's like, yeah, I just kind of had to stop eating like an idiot and work out some. And, I, you know, I, I got in a really good shape. So – and I, I'm sure he's downplaying a little bit because – you know he's a com- he's a comedic actor for the most part even though he's in some not super yeah. s- even in the serious stuff he's kind of the sarcastic guy um,
1: yeah cuz you look at him in like um you know he was in what he was in Zero Dark 30 and he was a pretty normal looking guy in Bride Wars I know that's going back um, but he's but in
0: not- Moneyball and he's a pretty normal looking guy.
1: Yeah, I think he's just, I think that's his natural body type. So I can, I hear your argument there. I mean, he go, he's just, he definitely looks like a superhero by the end of this, but he made himself so fat. So that's important to note for the transformation purpose that he had to make himself that fat.
0: Yes. I don't think from his natural body point to the superhero point was as far of a stretch for him as it is for some of the other people we're going to talk about here.
1: Definitely. And you even see, awesome. by the time we get into Avengers, um, like Infinity War, they make jokes about him getting fat again, you know, because he just <laughs> kind of took a relax and he looks good enough as long as he's got a shirt on. Right. So, um, yeah,
0: he, he's like the early Andy Dwyer, who looks like pretty normal with a shirt on. Yeah, but is not, you know, in that first Guardians of the Galaxy, he rips that shirt off pretty fast.
1: There, you know what I mean? I mean, that scene seemed like it was put in specifically to show off what he'd accomplished.
0: Yeah, it's almost like if you're if you're in one of these superhero movies or you get super jacked for a role, you almost have to insist they write in a shirtless scene. Right.
1: I mean, we saw that with Kylo Ren, right?
0: That's what I'm saying. They're like, hey, Adam Driver, not a skinny guy anymore. Look at him. Yeah. Um, all right. So that that's the case for Chris Pratt. Uh, next up. I don't think this guy's gonna win, but he's just all over the place with his body. So I want to put him out there. Is Jonah Hill? <laughs> so Jonah Hill's never gotten like super duper shredded or jacked. He's gotten he's gone from like really really overweight to in pretty good shape. Like in the in Twenty One Jump Street, he's in like pretty good shape and in reasonable shape. And then in like, super bad. He's a really big guy.
1: Well, in Superbad, I think that's, I mean, that's one of his first big gigs. And then I think he ballooned up a little bit and then came back down and then ballooned up again. And then came back down. <laughs> like That's what I'm saying. He the, is all over the place. Like, isn't the Wolf of Wall Street just like a planet? I mean, yeah, he's huge. huge Wall Street. And then what's the timeline there with him getting back in for like the Jump Street movies?
0: Um, that's a good question. I like
1: that. I'll do this on that.
0: You're on that one. Yeah, because yeah, he's just he's all over the place, and uh, again, he's never gotten in like the superhero shape, but he's gone all over the place.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you look back to him in oh man, do you remember the movie Accepted. He was pretty large. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie, but he was pretty large.
0: Really big.
1: Really big. super bad. was a little bit better. Forgetting Sarah Marshall was still pretty big. Um, And then, let's see, where do we start getting into some of this other stuff? So then 2012 is 21 Jump Street. He's in pretty good shape there. Pretty good shape there. This is the end, 2013, pretty good shape. The Wolf of Wall Street, then in 2013, so huge again. Just a year later. Just a year later, he's ginormous. And then in 2014, he's back down into pretty good shape for 22 Jump Street. Yes. And then, as I recall, he got big again for War Dogs, which was 2016. War Dogs, I think, is the biggest he's ever been, honestly. And so he was big for that. And then now, I mean, now I don't know what he looks like. I don't think anybody knows what he looks like because what picture is new and what picture is not. I mean, yeah, I don't. And he hasn't really been in anything since then, has he? Um, nothing huge. He's done some voice work um, and then stuff that I don't recognize, which is maybe on me, but um, been doing a lot of voiceover stuff.
0: So, yeah, he's all over the place. I wanted to put him out there because he obviously is capable of transforming his body into different stuff for different roles. But he's never gotten into that, like, superhero shape. So I wanted to mention him, but I don't think he makes the list in terms of, like, best transformation. I don't think he's going to be our winner.
1: Well, I mean, that's I mean that's the thing. This, we're going to have to come up with some um, specifications on that because this dude is definitely run the gauntlet on it um and from what he comes down in coming from wolf of wall street back down for 22 jump street back down to 22 jump street is pretty significant
0: it is so i think our criteria should be like the dramatic how dramatic the transformation is Mm -hmm. um i think we should consider genetic potential which i feel like Jonah Hills is working against him. For sure. And then also just the overall shape they get into.
1: Okay, so we get three facets here.
0: Oh, the how dramatic transformation is, genetic potential and overall quality of the of the final product.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Okay. So he scores high on he gets a good score for genetic potential cuz he's got almost none. Right. right. So he's like the the opposite of the Chris Pratt, right? Yeah. And the dramaticness of the transformation is is pretty big, though not enormous because he never got into superhero shit. Or so he gets knocked on overall because he never got into that like. Yeah,
1: I would shit. say he also gets knocked on overall because sometimes the transfer transformation is not a good thing. <laughs> true, <laughs> right? True. He's he's up and down with the weight, so. um So I got to give him, I mean, some credit for being able to cut the poundage so many times, but he's definitely getting knocked on overall appearance. Fair enough. All right. Um,
0: Let's go to, this is a guy a lot of people may not have heard of, but you've probably seen him. Uh, His name is Kamal Nanjiani. And if you want to Google that, I believe it's spelled K-U-M-A-I-L. Or K-A-M-A-I-L.
1: Do you have it there, Jake? Yeah, it's K-U-M-A-I-L. Okay. And then N-A-J-I-A-N-I.
0: So, Kumail Nanjiani. And he is from The Big Sick, if you've seen that. He's also in a movie called Stuber, which almost no one saw. It's basically a movie about an Uber. Um... And then he's going to be in this Marvel movie called The Eternals. So do yourself a favor. Po- pause the podcast. If you haven't, just Google Kumail Nanjiani, and you and will he, see this picture that we're, that I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, because he's been in a lot of stuff. I mean, once you see his face, you'll be like, oh, he was that one guy in that yes. movie I can't remember. He's but been, he's had all these little tiny roles. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: He's had yep. bit rolls in a ton of stuff, and is just now starting to get um, big time roles. Yep. Um, so a couple things with him. Number one, he's Pakistani. So to get into the shape that he did for the Eternals, uh, major props there because the as somebody who's Indian, the genetic potential there is rough. <laughs> like that's a tough place to be started um and also the final product he is pretty shredded with good mass um i'd also like to point out he's 42 so he's older he's on the older edge of these things too
1: yeah cuz he was born in 1978 so he's old he has he's always been what is like what you would expect a middle-aged guy in his 30s pretty much to look like that doesn't eat garbage all day. You know, he's just got this very blah body.
0: Yes, he's like this kind of skinny fat. Like, think of a Pakistani Zach. That's your guy, right? Like, that's Kumail Nanjiani. And then he just turns into this freak show. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I'm giving him pretty high points on... On genetic potential and finished product,
1: Uh
0: the dramaticness of the of the transformation, I'm going to give like a middle grade for because he was neither like super skinny or super fat to get into this really great shape. So not a super dramatic transformation,
1: Yeah, he looks like the dude that maybe has literally never been inside of a weight room before. Um, And so because of that, it's like, well, I mean, if you lifted maybe anything at all, we might – we're going to get some transformation out of you, right? But you also have to give him props for being 42 um, and getting up with this because we're not talking about like, oh, this guy was in his mid-20s or early 30s or something. Which a lot of these guys are. yeah, this dude's like 42. He's past, his, he's past his athletic prime, his body prime, and he's like, I'm going to look like a superhero. Like, okay. That's respect.
0: So do yourself a favor. Google him because that's just an incredible transformation that he went through.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And pretty high marks for him on that one. So I think he's in the running.
1: I um, think he's in the running. I so- probably have to put him above – I mean, he's probably above Jonah here.
0: Definitely above Jonah. I think he's above Chris Pratt, too. Yeah. Because the genetic he, potential is, to me, where the separation is there.
1: It's pretty significant. It's pretty significant. How old is Chris Pratt, though? I mean, I, I think he's younger, but how old is Chris Pratt? Let me find out. I
0: was say, you Google Chris Pratt and see, how, see where we're at there in terms of age. Because I think when he... Got into shape for that first Guardians of the Galaxy. He was probably like early 30s, mid 30s, maybe.
1: Let's see. He is one year younger than Kumel. But when did he get in shape for Guardians? So, but when he got in shape for Guardians, that would have been in 2014. So he's given back, what, six years six then? Six years. So that's like six 35. Years. Yeah.
0: Which is significant, because that's kind of where the testosterone starts to drop off the cliff. Right. And I think he's starting from a better place genetically.
1: He is, but he's starting from a much worse place body-wise, because he just spent the last three years completely (laughs) trashing his body. (laughs) So that's why I say they're I I got him pretty neck and neck. Like, I mean, I'm not ready to make a call on those two just yet. So here's
0: the question, though. Who ends up with the better body, Chris Pratt or Kumail Nanjiani? Like
1: overall.
0: Yeah. Who ends up with a better finished product? It's
1: pretty close. I think it's close. Pratt was bigger. I mean, Pratt's Pratt was just...
0: bigger, but he's also a bigger guy.
1: Right. And then again, that goes back to some of that genetic potential because like for a dude that looks like he played high school football to look like that doesn't strike me. I've never seen a Pakistani dude with anything <laughs> like that before. So like there's a little racial bias here. I'm going to be honest. It's hard. Um, when you talk finished product. So I think they're close. I think it's they're too close to call yet. If it really comes down to those two, we can hash that out. Let's see who else we got on the list. All right. So
0: Kumail and Chris Pratt, neck and neck right now. Jonah Hill, neck. thank you for coming, but you're not going to win.
1: And I love you, Jonah Hill, because you're all over the map, dude. I never know what you're going to look like in any movie that you're in. <laughs> but if you're not going to look like a superhero, it's going to be hard to win this list.
0: Complete, complete wild card. <laughs> <laughs> um let's do jake gyllenhaal next okay so he's like a pretty normal looking guy in general
1: um I mean, aside from being just gorgeous yeah
0: i mean like body wise he's got like a pretty yeah. normal guy body right pretty like looks like he's looks like he's you know goes to the gym but isn't obsessed he yep. gets super duper skinny for nightcrawler yeah Like looks emaciated and then ends up super-duper jacked and shredded for Southpaw, which are about a couple years apart. So that's a pretty dramatic transformation. Now, he had to put himself in that state for Nightcrawler, but you still have to come back from that state, especially when you're going from super-duper skinny to putting on that much mass.
1: And I think the other thing that goes with him is he looked like he maybe could actually box. He just wasn't in great shape. He was able to move and and do boxer things. Right? True. Movie, he sold it that he could box, and that was a lot of his training. I mean, if you read the, the articles and stuff surrounding him preparing for that role, he did a lot of boxing and boxing workouts, but he sold it, which I think is another level. Like, these other guys, some of them for the superhero movies, they don't necessarily have to look like fighters they just have to be super big and super strong and then they take care of the rest
0: yeah they don't necessarily have to like know how to
1: have that functionality with it
0: yeah like they have to learn some of the moves and stuff but it's a different it's kind of a different deal yeah Um, what i'll say about Hall is a great genetic potential so that counts against him yeah um if you discount where he went for nightcrawler It wasn't that far of a jump from where he was to where he ended up in Southpaw. But the finished product in Southpaw is off the charts. Right? I mean, the finished product in Southpaw is like an 11. Yeah. But I just don't feel like he had... I mean, listen, everybody's got it, like, all normal people have to go pretty far to get to where he was in Southpaw. But it's not like he was, like, severely overweight or, or anything to get there.
1: Yeah, dude, I don't know. I'm looking at these pictures <laughs> of Southpaw. This is a <laughs> freak show. He is a freak show. He's he a is a freak great show. great freak.
0: He is a freak show, for sure. For sure. Um... We don't have to decide anything on him right now because I'm going to throw another guy into the mix that's a pretty similar case. Okay. Chris Hemsworth. Prior to Thor, pretty normal looking guy. Okay. In good shape, really good genetic potential, but nothing special really. Just an in-shape guy in his 20s. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He does In the Heart of the Sea, where he, again, becomes, like, emaciated, looks like Tom Hanks on Castaway, like, starving to death. That's what he looks like in the Heart of the Sea. And then he turns into Thor, who is, like, probably the most jacked superhero. I mean, of the Avengers, is he the biggest one? Him and Chris Evans are kind of in the same ballpark. Hemsworth is bigger. Is he? Well, Hemsworth is taller, too. Hemsworth.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, Hemsworth is stunning.
0: Um, so I think him and Hall have a pretty similar case in that they start off with great genetics. They are pretty normal-looking, in-shape guys beforehand. They both do a super skinny movie and then get in ridiculous, like, 12 out of 10 shape. Yeah. So pretty similar cases there. Uh, I think... Those are worth remembering. I I don't think they're going to end up being our winners.
1: So if we're talking, I mean, just finished product. Yeah, those two are at the top of the list. I don't think it's close. Um, But yeah, when you factor in the other stuff, it really brings them back down into probably just below the other two that we have going neck and neck here because their genetics are definitely for them. Um, And as dramatic as it seems – it, it's not it's not that much
0: different from like their walk around bodies
1: well right? it's not that outlandish yeah exactly it's like oh well that dude like really worked out like you know? if you knew
0: if you knew those guys in college and saw them like five years later you'd be like oh they got really into fitness
1: yeah because I'm, I'm just thinking back to some of the stuff that
0: you um, wouldn't be like did you get abducted by an alien what happened to you
1: Right. Like Jake Gyllenhaal in End of Watch played a cop and it was pretty convincing that he could be a very good cop in South Central L.A. You know, like he had I mean, he looked like he was strong, that he worked out on a fairly regular basis. And that was just a few years before Southpaw. Obviously, Nightcrawler's in the middle there. So he's he looks like he's in pretty good shape, Um, tanks it for Nightcrawler and then comes back. You know, a little bit farther in even better shape for southpaw, and yeah, I just have a hard time when you know saying that his is you know his is not the most dramatic out there. So, obviously, I
0: think, I think that's the case with him and and Hemsworth.
1: It is. I mean, also because I mean, obviously Hemsworth. What really kills him is the fact that it his brother's also big, and you know, like they, when you see them both working out, and you're like, oh well, must be rough, bud.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like those dudes hit the genetic lottery, congratulations. I'm not mad at you, but in terms of just a pure transformation, that counts against you.
1: Well, I'm I'm very jealous. I'm well, not for mad. sure. Yeah. Jealous.
0: Like I would I would love those genetics. That'd be terrific. Yeah. Um All right, I want to throw another one out there who's kind of in that same neighborhood. Okay. Um Tom Hardy. Yeah. A pretty normal looking guy. Look like, oh, he might be in shape a little bit, whatever. And then he does uh I think Warrior was first in the, it's an MMA movie in which he is just jacked. And then he does Dark Knight Rises in which he is Bane and is just a mountain of a man.
1: Yeah, so Tom Hardy and Warrior looks like he's an MMA fighter. You know, he's he's big, he's strong. Um Very good shape. Very good shape, but he's still got a lot of mobility there, you know? When he turns into Bane, that dude puts on probably another... He's got to be
0: 30 pounds heavier from there.
1: Yeah. I mean, at least... He's a straight mass monster
0: in in Dark Knight Rises as Bane. Yes. He's huge.
1: He is huge. He looks otherworldly. And I think that's what... Yeah, I mean that's that's where his knock is going to be too, right? Like he's good, has good genetics obviously. Um because he's and he been was never in, in good bad shape.
0: Bad shape.
1: Yeah. Um and, and
0: then he didn't even do the skinny guy thing for a role that I'm aware of.
1: Um yeah, I don't know cuz now, you know, what's it, what was he? He was in uh Venom and he didn't need to be anything wild because his superhero version was CGI. Yeah. Um, but he still looked like he could kick the crap out of somebody that crossed him, you know? Um, so I think for him, the, the dramatics piece is really not there. Like, yes, he changed into something that looks CGI for, to be Bane and it's not, but he can't win a contest on that.
0: No. Um, I did think he was worth noting just because of, I was like shocked when I saw him in Bane. Like I was shook.
1: Yeah, he's large.
0: He kind of, like, him as Bane is kind of like my dream body in terms of, like, what I would want to look like. Just, like, <laughs> massive. And, like, but still looks like he eats pizza, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's not, like, shredded in Dark Knight Rises. He's just enormous.
1: Yeah, he's big. Like, he's
0: not fat by any means. But he's not, like, southpaw shredded. You know what I mean? No. Uh, yeah, so
1: I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you.
0: Again, not going to win the contest, but I think worth mentioning for sure. Yeah. Now, this next guy is a really interesting case because we were introduced to him as a culture very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's Zach Efron. And... To go from what we saw him in, like, High School Musical, even, like, in the first Neighbors where he's, like, an in-shape college guy but nothing ridiculous to what he was in Baywatch, like, that was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think the most ridiculous thing about that is, I mean, he really didn't have to, right? Every He was already a heartthrob. He was young. He was thin. Um, just by who he was and the fact that he was, a, a celebrity, he obviously took care of himself in a way that was like, you look like you've got this great beach body dude. And then he went out there and was like, yeah, except for I'm also going to be, if the rock weren't in this movie, the strongest dude in this movie, like, I'm not going to let him, I mean, he's not close to the rock, but he is
0: large. No, but he doesn't embarrass himself next to the rock, which is hard to do.
1: Yeah, I mean that in itself is memorable. Like, oh, you look like you belong next to him. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's like yes, you look like a little brother just because you're like five eight as opposed to him being like six four. But aside from that, like,
1: it's not that much different. I mean, yeah, I think uh, yeah, be, he fills out his frame about as good as you can. Right,
0: and yeah. so he's definitely maximizing deep. his genetic it's potential. Clean. Yes, super lean.
1: Yeah.
0: And to have that much mass and be that lean is really, really impressive. Yeah. Like, I would argue his final product is as good as anyone's on this list. Yeah. I mean, there's some good ones on here, but him and Baywatch is absurd.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the Gyllenhaal, uh, in Southpaw is pretty close.
0: I, I mean, think those Efron two has negative. more mass, though, doesn't he? What? I think Efron has more mass, though, doesn't he?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to it tell. Looks, it looks pretty similar. It's tough to say, too, because it's hard to compare who, like, how big these guys are. You know, they always do the... Since Tom Cruise, we never really can tell how big an actor
0: is. <laughs> Except for when Zach Efron's standing directly next to the
1: rock. <laughs> yeah, but then it's like, okay, you're smaller than the rock. Congrats. Like <laughs> that doesn't literally everyone mean. is. Yeah, that doesn't help <laughs> me. Kevin Hart looks like I don't know, the same size. Like, I don't know. Kevin Hart's a midget. What does that do for me?
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he's a difficult one to judge, a cause part of it's like, okay, he's just growing up is part of it, right? Yeah. But also he's gone above and beyond to put on that much mass, which I appreciate not needing to and being like, hey, I want those gains anyway. That speaks to me. I appreciate that, Zach
1: Efron. And that's I mean, I'm here for that for Zach. And he win he's very high in two categories, but obviously he's I mean he's the youngest guy on this list. Um and he was already in probably the arguably the best shape. Yes, up. I, I mean, would outside of Tom Hardy, which we've already kind of thrown off uh, in the running. I mean, then Zach Efron has probably the smallest
0: either Zach Efron or Chris Hemsworth had the smallest difference, I think. Yeah, but Hem- yeah. Hemsworth had that super skinny guy phase in, in his movie in the heart of the sea. So, um, right. So that's hard to he probably had the least dramatic transformation, but he did have one of the best finished products.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So the last guy, and honestly, I think probably our winner. Okay. Um, is Christian Bale. Ooh. Because he's gone. So here here just let's let's put the resume out there, right? So in general, pretty normal looking guy coming from a lot of the same places as like a Gyllenhaal or a Hardy or an Efron, right?
1: Um I'm putting more in, like, yeah, like that Hall category.
0: Yeah. I think he's very similar to, like, a Hall. I really do. Yeah. Here's what he does, though. So he goes, and he's a normal-looking guy. He goes and does The Machinist, where he looks like he's going to starve to death. Then he goes <laughs> and does Batman Begins, in which he looks like Batman. He's pretty big, pretty jacked. He does Batman and Dark Knight. Then he goes and does The Fighter, in which he looks like a crackhead again. And then he goes and does The Dark Knight Rises, where, again, he looks like Batman. He looks in good shape. He looks big enough and jacked enough to be Batman. And then he goes and does American Hustle, in which he gets super fat. And then goes and does Exodus of Gods and Kings, in which he's like an in-shape guy probably not on the level as the early Batman movies but more in shape than like a normal person so he is just the the dramatic swings that he takes and again they're all by choice right Going from super skinny to super jack to super skinny to super jack to fat to normal again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those are all choices that he makes. But he does it almost seemingly at will, which is kind of hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. So I think just because of the number of transformations he's made... He might win in terms of most dramatic. he
1: He does get credit there, um, however, no, he does have good genetic potential. he does, which he loses points on and the other thing is none of him, none He's of his jacked versions are off the charts are off the charts. There's a lot of guys on this list that get better he end tops- results than he does.
0: There's a there's I think in Batman Begins is probably his best shape,
1: and I looked that up and compared to the other guys, he's puffy.
0: He is a little puffy. I'll give him that. He's he never probably, gets
1: quite as lean. He gets probably the most realistic looking of like what a normal person would ever look like.
0: Yeah, like, like he's this not a really this is a really in shape guy walking around. Like right. mo- that's like usually that's like a really normal like walk around look, right?
1: Yeah, he doesn't look like he's at this like peak oiled up performance. But this is a podcast pretty much centered around being the just most extra supreme version of that. So <laughs> I got to knock him there. I got to say I don't think I can I don't think I can call him winner. You don't think he's the winner? I don't think so cuz I never get that finished product where I'm like, "Whoa." That's I don't that's want to fair. swear on this podcast, but whoa,
0: you know? Um, you're, you're right. I just, the number of dramatic changes that he goes through is hard for me to get over.
1: It is. And that's where, I, I know we kind of talked, I kind of, it hurts me because I really like the the Thor look. And obviously, if you ever look up what Chris Hemsworth looked like in *Heart of the Sea*, or you've seen that movie, you know that he resembles literally maybe a leg of what he is when he's Thor. Thor. Yeah. But that dude, uh, how do you say, Kumail Kumail Nanjiani? Kumail Nanjiani, at the winner? At forty, what did I say? Forty-two. Forty-two. at 42, this dude decides, I'm not going to be a skinny Pakistani actor anymore. I'm going to be yoked. I'm going to be a Marvel superhero. And look the part, my guy. Like,
0: he, the finished product, off the charts. It's
1: it, Especially when you consider who he is and what he is. In the terms genetic, of age,
0: race. The genetic potential Which, definitely yeah. working against him. Yeah. Now, I would argue the the dramaticness is probably middle of the road, but those other two factors are so
1: high. It is, but when you consider those other two factors, especially the genetic potential there, it is dramatic. Like, what 42-year-old do you know that goes from being like, hey, I I run two miles twice a week to I'm going to kick
0: your ass? I don't think there's a... I don't think there is a version of Kumail Nanjiani that can look better than what he got to.
1: No. And that and that's so dramatic because... Which I just, think has just, to matter, happen. right? That doesn't happen. Okay. All right, read him one more time. I, I, I'm leaning towards him. Read me uh, the names again. Chris Pratt. No. Um,
0: Zach Efron. No. Tom Hardy. No. Jonah Hill. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Christian Bale. No. And Kumail Nanjiani.
1: I gotta go. I gotta I go, think, Kumail, man. I, I think Kumail's it. the winner. I really do. He is. And it's, I mean,. Listen, finished product, yeah, he's not the winner of finished product, but he pretty much wins in wins or ties the other categories.
0: Well, and listen, finished product, he's not that far behind. Like, he doesn't have the overall mass of like a Thor. And he's not quite as shredded as like a Jill and Hall and Southpaw. But the combination of pretty good mass and like he's got the vascularity, he's got the full six-pack. Like the combination of mass and and cut is is pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think so I think right here right now we can declare him the winner, but I do reserve the right to take it back if he can't move. Right? <laughs> okay. Like if he so if if you I can't see the buy, movie. Yeah, if he's in the superhero movie and I'm like I can't buy you as a dude that can use any of this body then I got to take it back because like Gyllenhaal and, and Chris Hemsworth sell the fact that they can actually perform what their body looks like. You know what I'm saying?
0: I agree. I, I agree. So Kumail Nanjiani is the winner pending asterisks that he can actually, that it's, it's not just all show and no go.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's cool that GQ and all this is putting all these pictures out of him to try to get us hyped up for him being a superhero. But I gotta see, I gotta see you actually. You
0: gotta see it in action.
1: I gotta see it because when I watch Southpaw, I believe that Gyllenhaal Hall could win real boxing matches. Like, <laughs> he's, enough. he's wild, and Thor is a literal god. And I believe Chris Hemsworth is
0: actually a Norse god. Yes.
1: Yeah. And and so if 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 Nanjiani can be can show that this is believable and not just something that GQ has man you know manufactured and put on the internet here for us, then uh, then I'm in. Then you're in, then I'm in. Yeah.
0: All right. So our winner of the first annual quarantine best actor transformation (laughs) award goes to our guy kumail nanjiani who is going to be in the eternals uh i think this summer if they ever start releasing movies again so um (laughs) just send it straight to my
1: (laughs) disney account man (laughs) forget about the theaters
0: all right anything else you wanted to add on this one
1: um no i mean i think I think we found a lot of, I mean, a lot of the ones that stood out to us. Of course, there's probably some more out there. Um, and but listen, this is to-
0: like a comprehensive list of all the really great in shape guys in Hollywood. But right. a lot of the guys that are are like kind of make their career off of being that guy, right? Like The Rock, for instance. Like he's just that guy. That's just who he is. Or you go to like go back a little bit. You've got your Schwarzeneggers and your Stallones and those type of guys like that's just part of who they are mark Wahlberg, even Wahlberg. we mentioned Wahlberg because he's in the fighter but Wahlberg always looks like that right like that's just what walberg looks like
1: yeah he likes to look like that um we talked about chris evans but i mean really look at chris evans he was the human torch until that literally went up in flames and then he was like oh i'm just gonna get even bigger and be captain america like watch him as the human torch dude's Pretty shredded already. I mean in
0: really good shape. Like obviously he put on more mass, but again, as he kind of grew up and got older and grew into his grown man body, that didn't feel that dramatic to us. Um but um, we, who was other Michael
1: B. Jordan, always always a, a buff, good looking dude. I mean, like, there's not a lot of transformation happening there.
0: No, um, no. Just a maturation, really, there from being yeah. a, a kid to a man. Um yeah. Yeah, so if we missed any, make sure you hit us up. Uh, Well, hit me up again. Jake doesn't do uh, the social media stuff.
1: Nor do Uh, I want to hear who you have your man crushes on. I got enough of my own.
0: That's true. We have plenty of our own. (laughs)
1: Um, You can hit us up
0: or hit me up on Heavy Lifting with Robbie Lula on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram at RALula, or on the website, RobbieLulaRadio.com. This has been as meaty of a meathead Monday as you can get. And uh, I think you have to appreciate that. It's almost like a Meathead Movie Monday combo because there are a lot of these are actors, right? Um, they
1: were all actors, right? I mean, that was the whole deal.
0: Yeah, exactly. So a little Meathead Movie Monday for you. Uh, and hopefully uh, you enjoyed this. We'll have more stuff coming up for you soon. This has been Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula and Jacob Heck. We'll talk to you again soon.